0: I'm sorry that I tried to hold you so close to me that you couldn't even see anymore. You can see me, you couldn't see yourself. And I'm sorry that it wasn't enough. And I wish it could have all been different. And I wish could love each other again. But I think I'm okay that we can't.
1: Welcome to the one who got away. My name is Oliver Blank and we're listening to calls. Calls from people all over the world. Calls like the one we just heard, calls answering a single question. What would you say to the one who got away? So we're going to hold a little space. We're going to listen to reflect together. And for me, as I've been preparing for this episode, I've been thinking a lot about catharsis, which is really at the heart of the one who got away. I've been thinking about that build-up that tension as we ruminate and think about the things that we want to say that we should have said and then that release if it comes, if we can get there and we let go and we say what needs to be said what we wanted to say Let's keep that in mind.
2: To
0: the one that got away, I'd have to say that they were both the best and the worst thing that ever happened to me, because of all that they did, of all that they were, I compare everyone to them, hoping that they will be better, but it never happens. Being the one who let you get away, it was probably the worst decision but also the best, and it was the most confusing time in my life, and I know for years too. But in all, it is for the best, and definitely good learning experience, but at
3: the same time, it's just the weirdest thing ever, not knowing who's going to come in next, and knowing that we are never gonna communicate again.
0: I'm sorry I couldn't make you happy. I wish you would have stayed. There are so many things I would have told you if I had realized you didn't know them already. The most important being how much you matter to me. What I would say um, to the one that got away, well, first off, it's my grandma. And she died when I was six years old. But if I could somehow talk to her again, would probably say something like this Hi, Grandma. I hope that wherever you are, if anywhere, is really nice. And if it's nowhere, then that's okay too. But I've been thinking a lot about the one that got away and who that would be, and I decided that it's probably you. Um, you're gone really fast, and all I have left of you are stories. My mom tells me all the time that I remind her of you, and I wish I could understand why. Like, how could I be so much like a person without ever really knowing them or remembering knowing them? Um, I guess that's just our secret. But if you were here right now, I hope you'd be proud of me. You're gone, but I wonder all the time if you would tell me if you would brag to your friends about me, or if, I don't know, if you'd be proud of me. But I mostly just wonder about who I'd be if you'd stuck around. Like, would I still love math, or would I still want to sing all the time? Would life be easier or better? But I don't know. There's a hole somewhere in me from a grandma who left too early. And you know, my other grandma may as well be dead because she really doesn't care. And she's never visited visited or called or made any effort to be a part of my life. And the day that I graduated, Mom cried, and she she said, "Grandma would have been here, Katie. she never wanted to leave." And I'm pretty sad that you had to go. but if you can see me right now, I hope you like who I'm turning out to be. And I miss you every day, but I really do hope that one day we can be together again. And I don't know if I believe we will, but, if it, but it's a nice thought, you know. Um, well, I love you, and I hope I told you enough while you were here. You know, I once had a huge crush on you, but I never actually did anything about it. Hi. It's been a long time. I just wanted to let you know that um, I still think about you.
4: I don't really know what happened, but I miss you.
3: You will always be my if.
2: Always. I hope that you found somebody in your
3: life who can convince you are as amazing as I know you are, and my life is infinitely poorer for you not being. In
2: it.
0: Hey Riley, I know it's been ten years, and the last time I saw you was in elementary school, but
3: I kind of miss you. I know that um, you probably don't remember me, but you were one of the
0: most outgoing and confident and amazing people I knew in fifth grade, and for a girl who didn't have many friends, that meant a lot. Um, I did like you, and who knows where that would have gone if you would have stayed, but I mean, we were only kids. Um, but I would have loved to have kept you as a friend because you were always so nice and kind to me. And I always wanted to say thank you. But all I know is that you
3: moved to Texas, and there's a lot of people with your same name on Facebook, so I haven't been able to find you.
0: But if anything, I just wanted to say thank you.
3: And I hope your life is good. Goodbye.
0: Um, oh, huh. um, I think to me, I've never really had a person or an opportunity in particular that's got away from me. I'm, I'm pretty young, but uh, I feel like even though I am young, I've been a lot of different versions of me, and I feel like those different versions kind of got away and. I'm very much a different person than I used to be, and some of those, some of those people I used to be, I really loved, and then some I I, I don't love so much. But I, I think if I, I could say something to uh, the one the me's that uh, got away, it would be I'd say you know um, I never stop dancing around, never stop pretending to be a princess, never stop smiling, sing louder, don't be too afraid um you're loved by a lot of people and please don't forget that and always appreciate that and 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 i think you're a person worth being so that's what i'd say to us the i guess the ones that got away
4: I guess I didn't think this out really well, Uh, but I would tell them that they actually made a mistake. Uh, I guess often will be people saying that they're sorry, uh, but I am not. I don't think that you left in a way you should have. I think that you hurt a lot of people as you left, and I think if you hadn't made that one choice um, I think we could be a lot happier Um, I think a lot of people could be a lot happier and it's been years and I hear stories about what you're up to and I'm not angry anymore I'm just not sorry maybe we'll meet again um and maybe you won't feel the way you did um this years ago. Almost, well, it's been almost ten years now, maybe eight. Um, so, I just wanted to let you know that I would love to see you again, and talk, and see what really made you believe in the way you did, um, because it was brutal. <laughs> and we were really young back then, so... Maybe it was something that I wasn't aware of, um, but if it was, I guess we could have talked about it. Uh, yeah, so, love to say hi to you now, but I am not going to apologize for anything that happened then. I hope you're doing well, and I hope that, I guess I hope you have a sense of humor now, because... That's something that you can develop in 10 years. And, uh, yeah, hope everything's going wonderfully for you. Uh, Maybe we will see each other. Okay, yeah, that's what I would say to them. Bye. Hi, Lexi.
0: You said something once about the unfortunate difference between I forgive you and I miss you. I'm calling to tell you both. You haven't gotten away yet, but I can kind of feel you leaving. So let's consider this a preemptive apology. I'm sorry that sometimes I care more about words than people. And I spent too much time picking your words apart to care what you meant. I'm sorry that you were trying to tell me what you deserved. And I thought you chose the wrong words, saying people deserve anything. I miss you. Um, I miss you because because before anything else we were friends and you understood me like nobody else could. You understood my heart. And And that meant a lot to me, because you and I, we were broken. We were broken together.
2: And there is nothing
0: worse than the fact that the last time that we were technically even together was that night. And you were so close, and you could have saved me, but you were asleep and you didn't know. And I couldn't scream. You could have helped me, but, and I know you would have. But I'm okay now. It's been a few years, and I'm okay. And I know you've moved on too, and I think that's wonderful. There will always be a place in my heart for you. Because you understood my heart. And because of that, I will always miss you, and I will always love you. Goodbye. I guess start with basic information i'm a 19 year old girl my father left when i was before i turned 16 and this is what i would say to him Uh, i would say i'd question him i would ask why you left i want to know why i wasn't good enough why didn't he want me what was the big deal about having two daughters was your first daughter so much more better than me. I love my sister, I do. But I don't understand. What's the big deal, okay? So you didn't get a son, okay? Is there something so special about having a son? I know boys are great, but daughters are cool cool and special too. I, I just think if you'd actually given me a chance, I could have been really great as a daughter and as you. I did everything. I could to make you love me. I tried to be as much of a boy as I could. I'm sorry that I developed female fe- features. I'm I'm not sorry, I am. I don't know. I wish I knew what I was thinking. I wish I understood what I was feeling, but all I know is you hurt me. And I think if you'd given me more of a chance to be your daughter, instead of telling me I'm a mistake, instead of telling me I'm a mess and that I'm not worthy to be your daughter and how you shouldn't have even had another child. I wish that you would have listened to me instead of ignoring me. You always ignored me. We could have had a great relationship. I mean, I used to do all the tomboy stuff that you wanted me to do. All I wanted was your love. All I wanted was you, my daddy. But you, you had to You had to do this. You had to be hurtful and mean and completely indifferent at times. You chose her. I love my sister, I do. But why couldn't you love me too? She's a wonderful person, but so am I. We're different, I know. But I'm like her in ways and something, there had to be something I did right instead of everything being wrong. I know you wanted a son, but daughters are fun too. I, I don't know what else I could have done. I cut my hair short, I only wore pants even though I loved the way that dresses feel. I did everything I could and you still left. And you still hurt me in so many ways, physically, emotionally, and verbally. The more I'm thinking about this, it seems more like you're not the one who got away. It seems like I'm the one who got away. But I still wish, I wish I could talk to you, I wish you could be my daddy, I wish we could go fishing again, talk about, I don't know, anything, I used to tell you everything about my life, everything, I'd come home from school, you weren't employed, okay, You were home, you were the stay-at-home dad, or that's what you were supposed to be. You were just really crappy at it. I didn't even care that you didn't do anything around the house. I didn't care that you made me cook dinner all the time or whatever, like Cinderella stuff. I really didn't care. I just wanted you to listen to me. I just wanted you to sit there, smile or nod, or at least acknowledge my existence. When I got home from school, I would try to tell you everything that happened in my day but you didn't listen so eventually i stopped talking that should hurt you more than it hurts me because you lost a really good relationship with your wonderful daughter and you know what your relationship with your older daughter isn't that great either because she's seen what you've done to me she's seen how much you've hurt me and she's realizing that you're not that great that Because you love her more doesn't mean you love her enough either. And I hate the way you've treated her. Because even though you've loved her, you haven't loved her as much as she deserves. She's a wonderful girl. I've done everything in my power to protect her from you. You. Her father. The man that I used to call my dad. I've protected her from so many things. Even though she's older than me and I know she thinks it's her job to protect me, I'm the one who's been doing it. I'm the one who's tried to keep this all from her so that she doesn't know what's going on. I've, I've tried to keep her from all the hurt that you've caused me. I just, I wish you could have been a different man. I don't know. And I know that everything that's happened has made me who I am today, but sometimes I just don't understand. And I just wish you could understand what I'm feeling, that you could see how much you've actually hurt me. You're completely oblivious to everything you've done. You don't understand why your marriage fell apart, but you were hurting everyone in your family. Nobody has ever taken your side because of how much you hurt everybody. You push everyone away. I just, I want to, I want you to pull me close and say I love you. You're the best, like, one of the best things that's ever happened to me. But you won't. I have to move on from that. But I can't. It's really difficult. I mean, with everything you've ever said to me, all the horrible things, I can't get them out of my mind. I've been in therapy for two years trying to deal with everything that you've done, everything that you've said, trying to comprehend, trying to figure out who I am and how to deal with everything. And this is all just because you didn't love me. You told me I was an illegitimate child. You told me I was not yours. You told me I should have been a boy. You've told me every horrible thing I could possibly think of, okay? I learned more inappropriate words and insults from my own dad than I ever did from anybody at school. And trust me, I heard a lot of bad things from people at school because I was bullied, but you didn't know that because you were one of the people hurting me. I just wish I could say this all to your stupid face it see what you think. Except I know what you would think, because you're mentally unstable. You're fun schizophrenic. So you don't know. You would think, oh, hey, I'm all better than her. You'd be all chauvinistic as well. Whatever. Women belong in the kitchen, which doesn't make any sense, considering Mom was the only one who could keep a job. You were completely unable to do that. You had absolutely no help in raising us or keeping us fed or clothed or anything. You didn't love us. You loved Jackie, but not... You loved my sister, but you didn't love me. And you didn't love her mom. And I don't know. I mean, it feels like you were the one who got away. You were the one who made it so that I can't seem to make a stable relationship with any guy. Uh, like, even just a friendship. Okay, I'm not old enough to realistically be having a solid relationship with a guy that's going to last my lifetime. No, but I can't even have a friendship with a guy because I have such low standards, okay? You'd think that any guy would be able to meet them, but I just can't handle that. I can't handle that because my daddy was so mean to me. My daddy was not my daddy. I can't even call you by... I, I can only call you by your name when I actually see you, if I see you, which is awful and horrible and... I just can't handle it. And honestly, as I think about it, and as I've been in therapy, i realize that I'm the one who was sort of lucky that you finally did leave, even though you forgot my sweet 16. It's supposed to be one of the best days a teenage girl has. A nice party and everything, except you took too much money from Mom because, oh, you were unemployed, so she was. That means you get all the money, which doesn't make any sense because you never give anything to our family at all. So I couldn't afford to have a sweet 16 party. I couldn't afford to do anything for my birthday. You didn't even remember my birthday. You left before my sister's birthday and before my birthday that year. You remember her birthday, but you did not remember mine. That doesn't make any sense. It's complete double standard. I don't know. I'm the lucky one. I, I keep telling myself that. It's just really hard when I'm on antidepressants and sleeping medication because you fucked with my brain up so much. You seriously damaged every single self-thought I have. You hurt me so bad that I can't even think one nice thing about myself. All I remember is every single horrible thing you've ever said to me. Every single one of them. Maybe maybe it's not true, but there's so many, it seems like it would be every single one of them. And this is really depressing now that I'm thinking about it. But you have no idea how good this feels, just to get it out. Even though that I know he's never gonna hear it. I just wanna thank you, um, Oliver, for this. Because it feels really good. To just tell him everything. Everything that I have ever thought. I'm relaxing now. I'm wondering if this is something that I needed. I don't know. Anyway, thank you. Um, I don't know how to end this. I hope something was worth using. Bye.
1: catharsis. Wow. I think it's rare we... We get to hear or experience something that absolutely real and authentic and intense and loaded and for it not to be aimed at us and for one of us not to be involved and so to be there just now, for me, to hear someone really showing up, really going through that, really processing, really letting it all out, all of that, tension, anger, frustration, resentment, regret, hope, love, like mushed up into the most tightly wound ball of, Energy and then just to go, just to unleash. Wow, I think that was a beautiful thing. And for me, I'm I think a lot about the words I use. I think it's rare that I would I would let go in that way. And that's not to say there's anything wrong with letting go or, or there's anything right with the way that I do things. But I, hearing that message, think about the resentment and regret and hope and love and all of those emotions I've balled up inside of me about... moments things that got away from me and I wonder how do you do that how do you show up and Wow and let go in that way and you could hear it I could hear it right at the end the caller said I feel relaxed now like that was it they got through something they let something go how incredible So that's what I'm asking myself. And maybe that's what I'm asking you. How do we, how do we find, how do we conjure up? How do we show up for authentically those feelings inside of us? How do we show up for catharsis and how do we show up for it without it being destructive? I mean, one could imagine in another setting those words that release as deserved as it may be for the intended recipient could be really disruptive. So how do we bring something like that into our daily life? Short of, short of calling up the one who got away short of calling the number for this show, which is is wonderful if you do do that. How do we bring that into our daily lives? And I'm I'm wondering that. I don't even... I don't know that I have an answer. How do we process our regret, resentment, hope, and so on? I think one thing that comes to mind that I think is true, that I believe to be true, is actually... As much as we can, as much as I can, to not try and bottle up the feelings. As much as I can to find ways and processes and networks for unpacking those things as they come up or when I'm ready to do so. And I think the more intense and impactful an experience in our lives... Sure, the more difficult that is to do. But it's clearly something we need some of us to just release. Create spaces for release and relief from that tension and and then we get to sigh and exhale. And we've let it go for for a moment or maybe forever. It's a really beautiful thing to say the things that we really need to say and sometimes for some time just can't say. And I'm grateful we can hold this space here together with each other for hearing these things for saying these things wow i gotta take a breath after that call beautiful intense incredible okay i'm gonna jump back in with a few more messages before we wrap up for today thank you so much for sticking with me
0: So, I can say, I, I regret that it didn't work out between us, and that it never can be. That I just wish things could have been different, but they cannot be, and I've moved on from that.
4: And I forgive you for breaking my heart, and... this guy that I once dated about four months ago, whom I
0: still love very much. He broke up with me because he was dealing with a lot of health and personal issues. Uh, for starters, he had Addison's, which is a disease of the adrenal gland. Uh, he also had depression and
4: diabetes. And- so uh, he felt he wasn't capable of having a relationship and dedicating to it until he had a handle on all these issues. Uh, when we were breaking up, he, I asked him, uh, is this just it for us? And he asked me, what do you think?
0: Uh, I didn't want to seem weak at the time, so I said, I can't wait around for you. I've got my career and I've got things to do. If I could go back to that moment in time, I would tell him, I will wait for you as long as it takes, because the truth is,
3: I would. Hello, 17 year old me. I want you to know, first of all, that you're smarter and braver and kinder and prettier than you will give yourself credit for for a long, long time. And I want you to know that even though you are all of these things, you will make some really bad choices. And those really bad choices will lead you to some very dark places. And you're going to end up trapped. And I know that that's the last thing you want. I know that what you want is to fit in and you want to feel protected and loved and you want a family and you want to settle down and you want all of these amazing things. And you're going to look for them in the absolute wrongest place. And you're going to end up trapped there and you're going to get used to enduring things that you can't even imagine now. And the only thing I can tell you to give you any hope at all is that someday you will walk away from it. You won't be in a great place. You'll have two little people that depend on you. And you'll feel so alone in this world and so responsible, and so guilty, and so scared, but you will walk away, and someday you're going to learn to take care of yourself because you're looking for something or someone to fill all the gaps. And baby, the only thing that's gonna fill the gaps, the only thing is you because you're going to have to learn to do it yourself. And once you do, everything isn't better. (laughs) It doesn't fix everything, but you'll get to be you again. You're going to spend a whole lot of time, years and years, being someone else, trying to fit into a mold that was never shaped for you. And someday you're going to get past that. But in the time between I'm so sorry for all of the bad things you're going to have to deal with and all of the places you're not going to go and all of the dreams you're not going to achieve And the only thing I can wish for you is that you learn how to love yourself a little bit sooner
0: We can never be what we wanted to be, never been more than friends. But I want to say thank you for what we did have. You opened my eyes to the beauty this universe has to offer, and helped me to find out who I really am. And for that, I thank you.
4: I'm uh,
0: sort of friends with uh, the uh, editor of BuzzFeed, and when he became the editor a couple of years ago, I was talking to him if there were any positions, and he said they were looking for somebody to run their Twitter account. And um, he didn't offer me the job, and he offered me to come in and talk about it. But I don't live in New York, so I passed. And now BuzzFeed is the crazy behemoth it is. And uh, it makes me think that had I gone back to New
2: York, what would it have been? Thanks.
0: I'm sorry that I let you go and push you away because I couldn't be more honest and open about my feelings and what was going on in my life. I feel so safe, but I never am on you. I was caring about all that was around, distractions, when I was in your arms. I wanted to give you a kiss so bad, but I could never, because I love your wife enough to not do that. Mixed life, maybe. Magic, maybe.
4: Mixed life.
2: I would say if I could ever see her again I would say that I would love I
4: don't know I would just like her to to be alive to
2: see my child I would like to say to her that I That I always miss her. I wish she would have looked out before crossing the street. That I... That she would be around to at least see my child grow up. Because I know she would have liked that.
0: So, I'm not really sure if it makes a whole lot of sense for me to, I don't know, pin such, such grandiose, I don't know, notions of getting away and, and whatnot. I'm not really sure that that's exactly how that worked out in that situation. Um, we just both started behaving, behaving quite badly. Um, which I think is, you know, that's important. Or to know when you like, you know, bring out the worst in people, and they do the same for you. Um, but I was, I was thinking about, you know, knowing that I was, you know, off to to, to make this phone call. I um, I was thinking about things that I didn't tell you. Um, uh, one of being that uh, although I didn't, you know. You did terribly well. Um, you looked a great deal like uh, my my physics professor in high school, um, which is like fine, like those no bonus points.
2: Um, <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, I don't know. I I think that I, I spent a fair amount of time kind of like thinking about what what would happen if we ended up spending a great deal of time together, Um, or not, or I don't know, Um, but I didn't tell you this, but um, I uh, I thought a lot about uh, just kind of like, I don't know, wandering around places, um, you know, with, with another person, um, which is something that I've kind of, you know, not, not been doing a whole lot of, um, been doing a lot of, you know, wondering for myself and kind of like wondering what that would, would be like, sort of, you know, doing the things that I do already with, with somebody else. It's um, been very interesting, had it, had it been you, um, I don't know, I don't really have a good, good, uh, go-to response when, and something that you've never really met before, right? you, it's like long and, and ridiculous poetry about your face and and, I don't know, stirring things unsaid. I don't I don't have a, a go to reaction to that. Um, but I did I did spend a fair amount of time thinking about what you know, what it might be like to have somebody who who writes so boldly like that, um, but who otherwise isn't really interested in, in, in boldness in other forms. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought a lot about, about that. Um, that's sort of what happens when you, when you just keep thinking about things, you don't really give yourself a break. Um, yeah, you know it'd interesting, and and I really am I'm very curious as to what what you're up to now. Um, and I hope that you know I never you know, although I I give our our encounter you know full credit for the ridiculousness that that it was. Um, I don't think unkindly uh, of you. You you have a very specific way of being in the world, and. I admire that the fact that it's... It's not mine. Um... Yeah, so... I hope you're well. And
3: that... You know, whatever... I don't know, that, that you... Come across someone... At some point who... You know... Both inspires you to... To write... Absurd poetry and... And has has whatever
0: response it is that you're, that you're looking for. Um,
2: yeah.
3: So, uh,
0: goodbye. Um, and, and that's about all. And thank you.
1: There are so many different ways as we listen through to these messages of processing and letting go, trying to let go of these people or these moments, these opportunities, the experiences that got away from us. There are so many different ways of going through that and finding finding that catharsis or at least searching for it. And for some people, it can be a train of thought as they ramble and mosey and weave their way through thoughts and feelings. For other people, well, it is. Or it can be a prepared note or letter or some really long and ridiculous poetry or for some very rarely it can be exasperated hopeful pleading release anger love breathless released over a. in this case in this episode a 10 minute beautiful diatrobe. there's no wrong way I think of letting go I think it's just showing up for the letting go can we do that can we create space for that can we hold space for ourselves to at least try to process that stuff Okay, so that's my closing thought. There's no wrong way of letting go. There's no wrong way of releasing this stuff. Well, hopefully, as long as maybe as long as we're not hurting someone along the way. Um, that's all for this episode of The One Who Got Away. Before we part ways, um, it doesn't have to stop here. You can take part too to leave your message for the one who got away. Call the number and. Leave a message, as ever. The number is 718-395-7556. If you're somewhere outside of the United States, plus one, 718 7556 Or you can find more information on the website, theonewhogotaway.com. The One Who Got Away is hosted by me, Oliver Blank, and features... All of you, everyone who took a moment to take a really big step to dial a number, to open up just a little or maybe a lot and share your story. You're all truly, you're all incredible. Thank you. Uh, The One Who Got Away was produced today by Philip James and Liam Campbell of Galaxy Brain. Uh, Galaxy Brain's a small creative imprint studio right here in California in the Bay Area Find them on Twitter at GalaxyBrainCo or go to www.galaxybrain.co. Go show them some love. They've got a little store with beautiful little zines and other things. Um, This is how the show happens. It's not just me. They're behind the scenes making it run smoothly. Thank you, guys. We'll be back with a new episode in two weeks. In the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at Oliver Blank b-l-a-n-k and by the way by the way if you're feeling alone or you're feeling lonely i promise i promise you're not alone especially in the last year you are not alone we're all feeling it if you can reach out to someone ask for help that's how it starts thank you for listening today